want to play in the WNBA. That's where I want to do. Belated happy birthday to a Mr. Nicholas Allen Baugh. It's amazing. Then a little WNBA love. It's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible. Uh, That is one of the, there are two all-time great out-of-context drops from me. I want to play in the WNBA. That's what I want to do. And then I wish for once I could read a book. I mean, I wish for once I could read a book. Those are my two all-time favorite out-of-context drops that are uh, they are fantastic. They are fantastic. Well, one of my favorite parts about this whole uh, thing was that it did not require any editing. That was from a show that we did, obviously, many, many years ago. That was yeah. an intro from your birthday. That intro was from May 14th, yeah. I, I believe, 2010. Oh, that's great. Um, so we gave you a, a little bit of love there. And I, I believe during that show, we also allowed you to talk LeBron for a segment. Yeah. And we, so I didn't, I didn't get you anything, obviously, uh, for your birthday. How old are you now? 36, Jerome Bettis. It was my Jerome Bettis birthday, Doug. I'm Bettis now. So did you get a party bus? (laughs) (laughs) That should be a standard thing. You know, like whenever you turn 36, you get that. Like this is a goldmine business opportunity that Jerome Bettis is just, he's he's leaving so much money, you know, at at the table here. But yeah, I should have got a party bus. That was, uh, that was, that was stupid. It'd been me and it'd have been my, my wife. Mava and me on the party bus. It would have been fantastic. Absolute giant mis- giant mistake on your end. But I didn't get you anything. So belated-wise, again, your, your birthday was last week, uh, May 14th. Yeah. You turned 36. Yeah. Uh, would you like to? I, I could bequeath. I don't know if that's the right uh, word here. got to be. Would you like to go for uh, you, you pick the topic or talk NBA oh. or talk LeBron or MJ or whatever you want to do? I don't care. You want to you get you are, – are you truly – you're not tricking me here. Don't you dare tease no. me. No, I got. Uh, I, I would. I would never do anything like that for you. I am. Okay. I'm, I'm ready, ready to go wherever ready? you want as yeah. a belated birthday gift. If you got somewhere you want to okay. go. Okay. You ready? That's fine. Okay. Here's right. something that's been on my mind over the course of the last, you know, really handful of years, but really handful of months is everybody talks about analytics infiltrating basketball and how it's all layups and threes. But I could make the case that the three greatest scorers in NBA history. Michael Jordan, Karl Malone, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, their patented shots were mid-range jump shots. The sky hook, the short roll, pick and roll for Malone, little 15-footer, and Jordan's fadeaway. So I don't understand how to make heads or tails of what the analytics tell me versus arguably three of the best scorers to ever walk the face of the earth being the fact that they made a lot of their damage from that mid-range area. I now pass the ball to you, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to discuss such a thing for my birthday present. 
was uh, glad we. I'm glad we got to uh, to that. I di- I did that because I just feel like I owe it to you. You do that. Uh, I. I didn't. I didn't get you anything. I didn't do anything for you. Is there anything worse than finding out on Facebook that it's one of your friend's birthdays? Yeah, that's like, is a that, tough deal. That's the only way to find out nowadays. Like, if if no one wished you a happy birthday on Facebook, no one would ever be wished a happy birthday at all. Period. Isn't, isn't it funny? Like, I guess you had to like. Oh, I don't know. Like, have uh, you had to create a folder in your house that like had everybody that you deemed important and write down their birthdays and and check it my mom had a calendar a hard calendar and she would just go through every year and then she'd throw it out get a new calendar for the next year you know which would have been in that case 1994 (laughs) and then go through and write down okay here are the birthdays and you had to transpose it transcribe it and trans other things yes and i know it's i don't know how you you think back in the day there had to been i mean if you got wished a happy birthday from someone outside of like your mother and father or brother or spouse it had to be pretty Pretty remarkable, you know. That took a lot of time on their part to just memorize what your where when your birthday is, you know. It it, it certainly did, and um, uh, again, I, I've always enjoyed the people who, after their birthday, the day after, they say they post on there, "Hey, just wanted to thank everyone yeah! for the birthday wishes." I don't have time to thank you all, but it made my day feel very, very special. That is the best heady play type of way to get more birthday wishes and to make those who didn't wish you a happy birthday feel even worse than they already did. Hey, guilty as charged. I fired up that Facebook post on May 15th. And what's funny is, you know how on Facebook you have memories? You know where you can, you know, it shows you on, oh, this, yeah. you know, on this day, on February 4th. 2012, Matt Schick said, how dare you? And I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> Without Facebook memories, I wouldn't remember a thing. I don't remember anything. I'm like, well, this is my life. Facebook memories has replaced my real memory. I'm like, what, what have I done with my life? <laughs> Let me check. Oh, really? I did? <laughs> I know. I, I wish they had memories from 24 hours ago. I know. Give me something. Come on, Facebook. You got to think for me, brother. But every one of my, my all my memories from May 15th we're all 2017. Thanks for all the birthday wishes. 2016. Thanks for all the birthday. Like, come on, dog. I mean, I'm going on a decade Cal Ripken-esque streak of day after my B-Day. Appreciate all the birthday wishes. You made my day even more special. And then, of course, you get a couple of stragglers like, hey, man, sorry I'm a day late, but happy birthday. And you're like, no, you weren't there. You were not there on my birthday. You were not there. <laughs> You are not there for me. It's over now. Why is Will? Us. Why is Will Ferrell screaming uh, and defending the honor of your birthday? You I don't that. understand. You know that is my birthday. Yeah, I was never it. understood why Will Ferrell continues to make appearances. Um, you know, you're the but, only one that brings out the Will Ferrell that that character. I, I like do. last I week do. when I did the whole NFL schedule thing, and I, it felt good. All of a sudden, that character came back alive. I missed him. I missed him quite a bit. There are a couple of things I want to get to here, uh, and I did want to transition to your uh, impersonations, but I didn't want to do it so quickly. I did want to go back to your birthday because I was looking. I said, okay, it's Nick's birthday. What do we have in the system here from Nick's birthday? We had that intro song. 
And that was on a Friday, I believe. So yeah, your birthday was on a Friday that year, and you were st- you weren't married at the time. So, but it was still your girlfriend Kim. Yeah. And and I looked. So we wished you a happy birthday on Friday, and then the weekend happened, okay. and then we came back on Monday, and I had a little bone to pick with you. This oh, is no. from May seventeenth, two thousand ten, the Monday after your birthday. I come to you this morning a bitter and hurt guy. I, you know, on Friday we discussed it here on the Chicken Nick Show on 1620 of the Zone. We just discussed it about, you know, I wished you a happy birthday. I played. You did a lot. You made me feel really special. I created a new techno remix to your I Want to Wreck You Up song. Which is catchy. I gave you ownership of two segments basically on Friday. We talked LeBron. For the better part of the first hour, did we not? That was a gift to you? And then we talked, you know, we, we, we bridged the LeBron thing into Curse Cities, which is indirectly still talking about LeBron in Mio Pennyon. And Thanks for that other language. Yeah, and I felt good. I, I let you drive the bus. I mean, we let you do a lot of things. And then Friday night rolls around. My phone didn't ring. Saturday afternoon, I thought it might... Because it was, you know, somewhat decent weather. Saturday was actually beautiful. What a great day it would have been to be outside. I, for some reason, was inside watching a movie. Phone didn't ring. <laughs> Saturday night, I'm not sure. I can't remember if my phone was on or off. Oh, that's right. It was on with volume all turned right. with volume ringer all the way up. Why would Shane have not called you? Is this what, is this what you're know. getting at? No, I... I don't know why you would think that, because it was your birthday oh. on Friday. I know you were having a golf outing and uh, basically get together with some of your closest friends. Obviously, I haven't made the cut yet. <laughs> uh, let's be honest, I'm more popular to your friends than you are to your yeah, own well, friends. I, I figured they would want me around there. It's be pretty nice frustrating. to have a, a celebrity in their midst. I get with them, and they just get all the, I just all I hear is, so, so what's it like working with Matt? I'm like, all right. You guys just... You're like, Mom, be quiet. Mom, Silky Dad, smooth in the pocket. Bo, just come on. All right? Let's just pack it down a little bit. So again, how was your birthday weekend, Nick? Because I honestly uh, have no do idea. Do you care? Do you care? I honestly have no idea how it went. In fact, I do care. And in fact, I am somewhat hurt. And as someone posted on Facebook, when, I, when we as the show collectively <laughs> posted that, hey, our friendship had dissolved, but the show must go on. Right. Someone said... You seem really hurt right now. You're going to you're going to you're going to be all right. You seem very hurt right now. You're going to you're going to be all right. And the answer is, no, I'm not, but the show must go on. It we're contractually obligated to to continue to do this. Who was a part of your birthday festivities that I would have known? Would I have felt uh, very out of place? Bo, Again. Jake. What are you wearing right now? <sighs> Jake Mulison worked with a story I, with you. Bo did Adam Mickus was, was around. Adam Mickus. Uh, other than that, people that I know for a fact that you know I, I think that might have done it. Okay. All right. But I got to tell you, I got to watch. Oh, that's why you were showing that to me. Yeah, it, it looked you like I was br- doing yeah, holding. Yeah, it looked like you were giving me holding. a holding sign. Like, Burn a cotton. How can, no. you, how can you call and a penalty so early in the show? I, I got this this nice little black Adidas watch from from my girlfriend. And she, uh, and I hate to break I, the news to you, nine ninety five. Well, that's fine. But let me tell you. <laughs> Is it sweet? Yeah, you know, well, yeah, but you know, the you're not used to wearing a watch. So like the whole time you're just, I keep thinking about the fact that it's on my wrist. Like I can't, I don't know how I'm going to do in the show today because I can't focus 
on anything but the fact that I have a watch. It's like the first week you have braces. Anyone, you know, raise your hand, give me an amen. Whenever you have braces, you well, anything you notice like, them that, that you've got them, and then pretty soon. Because you got your nice watch, it's a little bit easier to to put on because it just like clicks in. Yeah, it's called a, it's called an adult watch. Mine, I still got to do like the belt almost. And let me yeah, tell you, you've got the belt and the fastener. Again, I might have been generous. <laughs> yeah. I might have been generous. Four ninety five. <laughs> let me tell you though, I got to block out about five minutes to get this thing up. I mean, I got to sit out. I literally you have to re- go. You had to reset. Well, it's good now that you have a t- an alarm on your watch. You can re now. You have to set your alarm five minutes earlier than normal just to put on your watch. I really do. I mean, because I and I have to sit. I have to do it like sitting down. I can't. Shane, do you have a watch? You got a nice one. Not at all. All right. Okay. Well, I can see you're wearing a watch right now, Shane. So I know, in fact, you're lying to everyone. So anyway, I asked you why I wasn't invited. You told me you got a new watch again. <laughs> nothing. It's a nice way to just kind of divert attention How? to really the hurt. Because Stacy brings up a good point. Says, wait until you get married and get a ring on your finger. Is that like, it, is it first, second nature? It first, well, I mean, the day after I wanted to tear it off immediately. Oh but again, that's, a, that's another story for another day. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was. The, the first time you have a wedding ring, you're looking and, and now it's second nature. Now it's just a part of your body. Um, well, well, I mean, how know, long it's, does it's it like, take? It's like, hear me out here. It's like the first time you got your nipple pierced. I mean, anyone, <laughs> can you, you know, you, you notice it at first, but then after about a week or so after the, after the swelling dies down, then it's like anything else. It's like a belly button piercing. I mean, let me tell you. Okay. Now that's weird. All right. But, uh, yeah, the wedding. Yeah. It's like a lot of those things. It just takes getting used to anytime. I mean, let's be honest. We're all used to just being naked. Are we not? <laughs> and so anytime you put on any article of clothing, it just takes some getting used to. So you're telling me it's going to take time and. Yep, it's gonna can, take. Can, it's can, gonna. It's gonna take time to get used to that watch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh there's. My uh, God. There's a little bit of uh, that was ten years ago yesterday when this uh, pod you, came okay, out. So happy lot, birthday. A lot to unpack there. Uh, it was always there's this element of you know because you and I, I mean we we did the show for three years. But you and I never really hung out outside of the show that much. And it's not because we didn't love each other, but there's an element of like, all right, you know, do you want to mix business with pleasure, if you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like like working with your wife, right? right? You need, yeah. We needed some space, didn't we? Like, I always felt like it was an understood thing. It was like, yeah, like on Fridays, it was like, all right, see you later. Don't you dare call me this weekend because I will see you on Monday. I love you, but if I have it's to like, spend five more minutes with you, I'm going to kill you. It's like as a as a student or a kid in school, you see your teacher out of class. Oh. Like, well, this is weird. This is like, <laughs> like you run into Mrs. Robinson at Target. Like, oh, jeez. Whoa, 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 whoa. You... Tell you actually leave the classroom? Like, when does it? They allow you out of the school? What is this? Yeah, when you see people out of out of normal context of when you would say it is bizarre. But yeah, it's true. And I think back to the the old uh, Seinfeld references. This is very good because this is very good. 
this is very good. And we didn't want to we didn't want to mess with it. Like it's interesting, you know. Kevin and Michael they hosted the afternoon show on Sportsmanlike Conduct. They didn't hang out together no. because they didn't like each other. They hated each other. Um, Deep hatred. But but you and I we actually liked each other and would have enjoyed hanging out. We did a time or two. We did the bowling league. We did the NCAA tournament when we'd watch right. games, whatever. We shared a hotel room um, together in I St. Think, Louis. Remember that, Doug? You got some hot wings. Room service hot wings. You wanted them hot. I don't, I don't. It got hot in the room. I was like, muy caliente in room 225. Not your typical hotel stay. But yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Like we didn't hang out much together outside the show, but when we did, we shared a hotel room. Yeah, we we, we went zero to one hundred. We're like, yeah, we're not. You guys spend time together. No, what do you do next weekend? We're sleeping together. <laughs> <laughs> but that went well. That went well. We drove. It did. The drive to St. Louis went went great until I put on Chris Rock stand up, and you were like, "Okay, this is the nastiest thing ever." I was like, should I have not have done that? I I should not have done that. You were not happy. You were not happy about that. I mean, not happy about that. I'm not happy about that. By the way, again, sorry to Tyler Bikini. Sorry. It happened again. He's still upset. He's still upset. But the best part about that trip, you don't. You probably don't remember this. We were going to the Missouri Valley Conference tournament. Uh, we were going to do our shows live. We interviewed Dana, you know, in a conference room, and yeah. that was part of our live show and all this stuff. He probably didn't look at me because he no. never acknowledged me. No, no. Do you remember what happened on the way to the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament with you driving? Do you remember getting pulled I... over by the cops? I got pulled over? You got pulled over because you were driving somewhat erratically, but the reason you were driving somewhat erratically is because we were listening, I believe, to Kansas basketball. You were hopping on the steering wheel. You were going back and forth. It. Oh, my God. I actually got pulled over? The lights came on, and you got pulled over like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. And he thought you were drunk. Like, nope. And it was just, you were just excited about basketball. No, sir, you need to understand. Sharon Collins, they're running a lot of side ball screens with him. That's why I'm swerving a little bit. Don't blame me. Blame Sharon Collins, sir. <laughs> Nothing makes you swerve a little bit on the road like a Sharon Collins ball screen. <laughs> and we're going to look at Sharon right? left wing coming off a ball screen. Yeah, we're going. We're hitting the rumble bars. It's just it's not good. And then, of course, Creighton got oh. beat in the first round, so we had to turn and go home, which was no fun.com. Log on for more I information. I was looking for uh, a longer stay in the yeah, hotel room. You wanted, again, to, well, you, wanted it best. To, you wanted to have more hot wings in your hotel room. I did. I, did. I needed. I needed more food. Breaking <laughs> news. Um, but we do want to. I, I don't want to go much further without acknowledging some folks who have uh, reached out and emailed and saying stuff. Tim emails in to laugh at chickennick dot com says fellas thank you so much for doing this pod an amazing yes. blast from the past as i hear some of these drops i'm remembering exactly where i was what i was doing when it first happened it's amazing and fyi we have a group text of guys that occasionally <laughs> use your drops in daily convos needless to say that group text is fire right now <laughs> thanks gents <laughs> Keep it up, Tim. There Perfect. is this secret language yeah. that people talk in, speak yeah. through, 
because of this show, which has been, again, the show has been away for the better part of eight years, but uh, never left many of the listeners. And that's why, you know, our, I think we're setting a worldwide records no for question. downloads here. I haven't checked the numbers, but no. I'm sure it's in the hundreds, no, if not thousands. I think thousands. it goes Joe Rogan podcast, pardon my take, Chick and Nick, Bill Simmons, enormous gap, Nick Ba podcast, enormous gap everyone else that's what that's what's pretty much happening here you know we got to get yeah. verz i swear verz matt verzal told a story that i think he was on the range hitting balls with joel macavica and they weren't you know you're you know when you're on the golf range you're not really looking at you're kind of talking but you're just kind of hitting balls and right. joel made a show drop reference to Shick and nick and verz kind of popped up and turned and they kind of looked at each other and First was like, you like chicken nick? And Joel was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and they immediately then it brought them closer together. It was fantastic. It is. It's a it, it's like the the mark of the beast or something. I yes. don't know. You're walking around. It's like, you know, Ash Wednesday when you've got the cross. Like, yeah. yep, you, 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 you don't admit it? Okay. All right. You're not comfortable talking about that it's yet. Not, you're not comfortable acknowledging that part of you. I'm, I'm not, not comfortable about that yet. I'm not comfortable about that yet. I'm not happy about that. Um, we got this <laughs> direct message. I got this direct message. When I found out, this is from at NU Power One. So I believe they are a Northwestern fan. <laughs> says, when I found out the Chicken Dick podcast was on, it was like Christmas. I can't tell you how great you both are together. I was an avid listener back in the day and literally broke down and cried following your last show together in 1620. It was like asking the question, where were you when? And I remember vividly exactly where I was at that moment. You guys have provided so much joy and laughter, and I'm hopeful during this current time that the podcast will turn into a regular weekly trend moving forward. By far the greatest duo ever to host a show. Oh Thanks, guys. Still Steve in Omaha. Sorry to tell you, Steve, this is the last podcast. It's it. And with that, we bid you farewell and say goodbye. Here's the problem with our final show. I feel like we had like 17 final shows because they were like, nope, one more week. Nope, one more week. This is ridiculous. Is that Matt? Is that Matt Davidson? Matt Davidson was, hey guys, program director at 1620. One more week of Shick and Nick. Huge no call on the end of the date. <laughs> Huge call. <laughs> Huge. Sorry, guys. Huge call. That's the end of the show. By the way, BTW. again, we'll get into some topics here uh, eventually, but eh, I did want to do debatable. this. Be- eh, whatever. I mean, what topics are there? Hey, are- is football coming back? You think we already said last week on our pod, it's coming back. There's nothing that has changed. Nope. Right? Nothing has changed. No. No, it's coming back. It's back, baby. You would be a great correspondent about college football. Let's go to Nick, our correspondent, to let us know about the season. Nick, what can you tell us about whether or not this season is going to start on time? Oh, it's coming back. That's a fact. Next question. (laughs) Nick Ball, ladies and gentlemen, our uh, correspondent there. (laughs) Is there anything more you can tell us? No, it's coming back. People want it back. It's coming back. Pretty simple. Nick Ball, ESPN. Reporting live right. from the college football headquarters, Nick Baugh, ESPN. You got to really, the veterans pause after the ES. They do. It's four words, not four letters. You, you ESPN. Good. EOPion. EOPion. Is that Rachel Nichols? <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, as I try to bring it back, college football is coming back. I do like the fact that those who are okay with 
uniform. Like, hey, we don't we don't need to all start at the same time. Though all the rules don't need to apply right to everybody. There can be different rules for different people. Yet name, image, and likeness continues to be an issue. Um, <laughs> nope, sorry, none of you could make money again. It's it, that's going to change, but it just kind of brings to the surface yeah, there, some uh, of these uh yes. some of these inconsistencies. Yeah, that's a that's a, we'll put that politely. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh would you be safe as an athlete playing? Now you probably wouldn't because you're not in very good shape, but when you played you. when you were at the peak, you were invincible, right? Oh, you felt I was like incredible. you could do I was a machine. Yeah continue you felt like you could do no wrong you felt like you could dominate maybe not at kansas but at great <laughs> let me tell you at kansas i'd have been terrified of coronavirus at Creighton, no i'm good <laughs> let me tell you big 12 covid way different than missouri valley conference covid doug tell you what southeast no issues with COVID. Zero. You, Kansas, hey, my little yeah, Creighton. We're good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to Creighton. I think I got a better chance of beating this thing. <laughs> I don't need an honest answer out of you. I think that was great. I think that was fine. Uh, I don't need anything else no. out of that. That was that was perfect. I did post on the Shick and Nick page after the last episode because episode five, Enjoy Your Buy, it may have been titled Enjoy Your Buy, but it should have just been... Nick Ba impressionist or something like that, because you do so many impressions and the latest one that, you know, unless you listen to the Nick Ba podcast. Shouts out to it. Yeah. Pella Windows Adores. Yeah, thank you. All right. But unless you listened to that, that was the first you'd heard of the Greg Sharp impression that you did. I posted on Twitter, what is your favorite Nick Ba voice impression? Write in votes accepted. We had more than 300 votes in the span of about 42 to 72 hours. And the options were Dana Altman, Bill Self, Bill Cosby, Greg Sharp. Yeah. You conduct this poll about... I would say two weeks ago, I think it's completely different. But Greg Sharp got 41% Greg of Sharp the vote. Won. Really? Edging out Dana Altman, 25%, Bill Cosby, 21%, and Bill Self, 13%. Wow. My Bill Self has taken a nosedive. I'll tell you that. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't have a look about it anymore. It doesn't have a look, look about it. you. Joe tweeted, Greg Sharp, BBQ sauce. <laughs> Greg Sharp barbecue, but Dana Altman bend your knees is a close second. That was from Fletcher. And there are some others. Uh, Ta Tammy says all of the above. Dana Altman and Bill Self are great. Bill Cosby never disappoints. And Greg Sharp and all of his sponsor reads are hilarious. So she obviously <laughs> wanted to vote for, for all of them. Uh, Zach Hartnett tweeted, Zach who? Anything other than Greg Sharp is wrong. Hashtag touchdown Nebraska. <laughs> Greg Sharp? You've reached a voicemail of Craig Sharp, and it's a voicemail. It's a voicemail. Leave it now. <laughs> if you're calling about the barbecue shots, press 1. You'll get immediate assistance. If not, leave a touchdown. It's a touchdown, Nebraska. Nebraska's going to win a football game. <laughs> this voicemail is brought to you by Dorothy Lynch. If you're looking for salad dressing with a kick... Skeeter Barnes Buck Naked Barbecue Shosh. So good you don't eat shosh. Uh, <laughs> Greg Sharp's voicemail. He gets distracted. You reach the voicemail of Greg Sharp. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown, Nebraska. Nebraska's going to win a football game. 
Sure about that. Please leave a message after the tone. His outgoing message is him practicing for the season. When he's getting, when he is getting oh, ready in the morning gosh. and doing his hair, he's like, "All right, Greg, big, big, big show tonight. Let's, let's warm up a little bit. It's a touchdown. No, that's not. It's a touchdown, Nebraska. No, that's that's not. Nebraska's gonna win the football game. Snap back, barbecue sauce. Nebraska soybean board. Everything is sponsored. Well, everything after this is going to be a giant letdown, but I went, I just Googled because you are <laughs> an idiot. No, one thing that made this show a lot of fun was just not knowing what you had in the holster and what, imp- and, and what you would start to latch on to with impressions. And so when we would do this, the show, I knew you had the Altman, you'd have the self, but then as the show went on, you started to adopt other impressions. <laughs> I just Googled, I just said, give me impressions. I searched the hard drive and found a bunch of these. Now, some of these segments are a little bit longer than others, (laughs) but I just want to rip through some of these because I think these are going to be fine. Let's go to the first time. This is the first time you unveiled Bill Cosby on the show. Oh, my God. This is the first time. This was April 21st. Of some year, you know the gap, you know the time frame. Here it is, Nick Baugh unveiling his uh, impression for the first time uh, on the public airwaves. There's no doubt, Matt, I got your back. There's no doubt. There's no doubt, Matt, gotta have it. You wanna check out those games? (laughs) Gotta get on those boards. (laughs) Gotta get on those boards. Check that out at Technical Magic. Sorry, I've been away from that impression for you about a week. That. That's my favorite thing that you do, even including uh, when you co-host. <laughs> uh, so people, that comes in like third. <laughs> right. It co- <laughs> Date Almond impression, Bill Self impression, <laughs> followed by... Uh, Dickie third, V, and then third just might, all the impressions. Third might be golfing with you. Fourth might be... You know, I tried out a Bill Cosby yesterday for, for Cougs, and he thought I should... Your Cosby's actually not bad. Well, the CEO, hey, CEO, can you go get the niece to tell Rudy that they need to come up again? I need a Magilla Padilla. Nick, Nick, Nick. <laughs> All you got to do is just do this and then just say Rudy and CEO. You know what? That is actually pretty bad. Rudy, Rudy, what did CEO do? <laughs> That is actually think? pretty dang good. Dickie V, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, Dickie V, where's the old? It's tough Dickie. to go in from one to the other. It's isn't tough. It? I can do Bill Callahan and Yogi Bear. Hey, I ain't doing football fit. Yay. You know, <laughs> I mean, perfect. that's not they're the same. By um, the way, ESPN Classic yesterday because I got DirecTV in HD. All right, way to bring it back. Uh, they had the 05 Nebraska. Oklahoma game, and let me tell you, they go to the halftime interview with Bill Callahan, and thanks to you, I laughed through the whole thing. Really? Yeah. Anything he said was just comedy. What'd he say? Wow. What'd he say? He did, there was a huge interception return for a touchdown at the end. He's like, oh, it's obviously a big play. We, <laughs> a big football play. That's a big football play. We just got to go back to the basics. You got to do I think it's probably too complicated for you to understand. <laughs> you got to do a better job as a football team. Uh, Phil says... Things you should and should not do when listening to... By the way, you're, the Denise and Rudy thing is just... Denise! Stop it. Just stop it. Rudy! Okay. That's enough. Try you seem very hurt right now. Are you going gonna, gonna to be all right? My goodness. Denise? 
<laughs> Jessica in Omaha. By the way, I saw the Hurt Locker for the first time. Thoughts? It's decent. It won Best Picture. I know. <laughs> I'm pretty anti. Why? Did you see it? Yeah. Did you? Mm-hmm. I watched it on, on the bus on the way to Northern Iowa to see Ali Farouk-Manish. Well, that's obvious why you didn't like it, because you knew what was going to happen when you got there. <laughs> I was in the right mind frame. How dare you dot com? How dare you dot com? You need to log on to how dare you dot com. You don't need to do it with it. I, One more enough. Like, all right. Jason emails in, Nick just sounded like a cross of Bill Cosby and Harry Carey. <laughs> is this a Harry Carey died and was reincarnated as Bill Cosby? Well, well the P.O. and Rudy and the Pedding and the Jello. Why don't you do Bill Cosby with the long fly ball Cubs win? Long fly ball. I can't. I think I can always say. I can only say Denise, Rudy, Theo, and Joe. Well, that's like me with my Mickey Mouse. All I can say is, "Oh boy!" You know, that's all I can do, and that's it. See now, now I'm now my files are getting mixed up because right now I'm going to the Harry Carey impression when I need to be going to to Bill Cosby. What are you wearing right now? (sighs) This is this is the worst part about this show is that now we have nothing left and we're relying on us being other people. Coming continue. up next, Leo and Rudy in studio. With the Jello. <laughs> it's always the same. And the Jello. Rudy is the Rudy Jello. And Theo. Okay. Rudy ain't all but Jello. <laughs> all right. Oh my god. There were a few things. There were a few things in that segment. One was I completely forgot about the How Dare You dot com jingle. Which is it, a, it's catchy, is it not? A made up website that, that I started singing to. Uh, Here, let's see. How dare you dot com? How dare you dot com? You need to log on to How Dare You dot com. <laughs> Tell me that's not catchy. Oh, how dare you really well was a big part of our show. And then it just, I don't know how, what did I steal? What jingle did I steal from? Spider pig, <laughs> spider man, spider man. How dare you dot com, how dare you dot com. You need to log on to how dare you dot com. If someone does you wrong, I think the world would be a better place. Instead of fighting or arguing, anytime someone does you wrong, you just say this to them. How dare you dot com, how dare you dot com. You need to log on to how dare you dot com. It it started out as how dare you dot com. Yes. Then it start then it evolved into how dare ye dot com. And so whenever I would say something that offended you, you would say you need to log on to how dare you. How dare you dot com? How dare you dot com? You need to log on to how dare you dot com. That's incredibly stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Um, there were a couple of others here that I want to explore. Again, you did great impersonations. <laughs> no. They were just a, a lot of fun. Let me hear. Let me look here. You heard in that thing, Technical Magic. Technical Magic was a company that was essentially a distributor for DirecTV. And do you remember the guy who yes. headed up Technical Magic? Clint. Turn a game on for you. Clint Hartung would turn the game on for you. Hey, great guy. Clint Hartung was at one point in studio <laughs> with us, and I believe you did the impersonation for him. Let's listen. Wait, is Clint here? And bring Clint over here. Clint Hartung. Put the mic on for him. <laughs> Hi guys, how hey, you doing? Clint, Clint Hartung. Hartung. Clint Hartung from Technical Magic. I'm actually doing pretty good today. Good. Yeah, things are good. Yeah. 
Things are real good. Yeah, it's three 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 forty seven fifty seven. And uh, what do you do with the game and putting it on? What do you do? Well, we, we put it on for you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the impersonation that sometimes oh, we do here yeah. on the show? I mean, it's you got the Tom well, Bodette from Motown. Yeah, yeah, definitely Perfect. awesome. So it's it's great. It's kind of an yeah. impersonation of an impersonation. Which well, is the best. I, I like it. I mean, you guys have been very good to us. See, would you like people to? People talk about hearing me or hearing me from you all the time. Yeah. Would you, uh, Nick? Would you like to do a Clint hard tongue? Yeah, I want a tit for tat here. This. I want you to do it, and then Clint, I want you to give us the real <laughs> okay. one. Shane, kill the music. Here we go. Go ahead. Our whole home DVR system is just very cool. <laughs> <laughs> Call three 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 forty seven fifty seven. We'll put the game on for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do that better than I do. Right, so you need me to voice the spots, us, you let me know. Give us the real one. Our whole home DVR service is simply amazing. Call us at 333-4757, and we'll put a game on for you. Yeah! <laughs> Incredible. Clint, thank you for being a good sport. There's a lot of people that would have not have found that very funny. He wanted to tell me to log on to HowDareYou.com, deep down inside, probably. HowDareYou.com, HowDareYou.com. You need to log on to HowDareYou.com. Uh, do you want some more impressions here uh, uh, yes, as we continue to I, I, I suppose. Okay. Touchdown! Uh, he, this is a touchdown. You heard in there a little bit of uh, Dickie V in one of them. You, at <laughs> one point, we, we used to have the drop-off tournament. Yeah where we would associate drops and they would get seeds and we would have it during March Madness. And we did this all three years of the oh, yeah. show. And um, I loved it. This might have been the favorite, my favorite thing we did. It just was the culmination of every, like, it was incredible. I, the drop-off tournament was just so much fun. Here is a little bit of you doing Dick Vitale. As we said, celebrity breaker downers, celebrity analyzers, Celebrity commentators, let's hear from our very own Dickie V about the play-in game. Howdy partners, Dickie V here for the Chicken Nick Show drop-off. It's 2010. It's the first inaugural drop-off. You serious? Talking about the play-in game. The tournament is predicated on the little guy. We're talking about the Enfuegos, the Milkhouses. The Milkhouse immersed early in the year. Very solid from top to bottom. Very difficult team to deal with. Very, very solid job. You're talking about the Milkhouse. I can't even do it. Are you serious? But how about the Enfuego? How about it? I can't even speak Spanish. I don't even know what that means, but I love it. So what you got to do, you got to go on 1620zone.com. You got to vote. You got to cast your vote. And I tell you what, my friends. The winner of this game gets a chance to take on the number one overall seed. The stage is at its biggest, and the bright sweat is lights. Are you serious? Oh, no, that wow. just feels good. Oh, no, that right, thanks to Dickie V. All right. All right. Now this is this is exciting. Oh I, man, this is this is getting out of hand. Daniel emails in and says, "I don't know what I'm more excited about: the eight nine all night versus pick a destiny, or the birth of my daughter." <laughs> Luckily, I don't have to choose. My daughter will be born tomorrow, and that 8-9 won't be for a few more shows. I don't want to have to podcast the birth. My lady is a big OU fan. Do you think Billy Sims would be willing to say a few words about our new arrival? All right, so there's a little uh, Dick Vitale. The Dick Vitale did get you in a little bit of trouble, uh, which we'll recap at some point with the... uh, the I thought my life was over, thanks to you. 
with the uh, April Fool's joke. Let's load up another one here just to enjoy some more Nick Ba impression. Okay, so this is uh, another impression here from you. This is when you were out at the the CBI for Creighton and Oregon. Yeah. There was an opportunity where you were going to do your Dana Altman impression for Dana and the team. Yeah, let's listen how that went. Well, I'm sure everybody at this point is is wondering, did, did I go over and see the Oregon Duck basketball team? Did I do my impression? I was supposed to go in the afternoon. Some things came up with Coach let's, Altman. And let's reset I, it. Yesterday, you were – tell the story yesterday about what happened Wednesday night and then uh, after the game. Hey, well, Nick, how you doing? <laughs> hey, Coacher, how are you? Uh, oh, I don't know, man. I'm waiting for the game to start. Uh, they're they're – you know, about about six o'clock, he Coach Alma calls me and says, uh, "The guy, the guys are just tired. You know, th- their guys are tired here. Ball, they, <laughs> they. Uh, you know, I think the travel on Monday and Tuesday have just took it out of them. So I, I let them go. I let them go. I figured." Hell, they don't want to see me. I don't want to see them. I, I don't even, <laughs> <laughs> so, T. Scott, obviously I'm roommates with T. Scott, Mar, the play-by-play yeah, voice. Not, on, and, the road, on the road and at home. Yes. That's contrary to popular belief. It's both. <laughs> and, oh, I don't know, bud. But I have a speech ready. I'm showered up. I got a nice shirt on i'm sitting on my bed and coach Elm's like yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna do it but you know I'm, I <laughs> no, you know what that, you know what so that's that stood up let, let me give you a friend's reference that is ross standing at the top of the stairs in the tuxedo helping rachel wanting to help her and go to prom with her and then seeing right. her walk out the door and he's left holding the flowers you were left holding the notepad I.e. Yes. the flowers. I didn't keep yes. my word, so I understand there's disappointment. Uh, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> my goodness. But it was oh, good. I, I was able know, to see. Nick. Oh, I don't know, bud. <laughs> but it was great. It was good to see Coach Allman. He had a, it's so funny to see Coach in like nice Nike. He had a full oh, green God. Nike Oregon jumpsuit. And I was like, what the heck? I mean, Jed showed up. and I was What like, the heck Jed? is this? Yes, there you go. <laughs> Um, Jed, speaking of which, emails in and says, so did Nick do a Derek Anderson impression for Altman uh, when he got the phone call? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's exactly. My goodness. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very disappointed in Dana and the team. Very disappointed (laughs) that that this happened to you because you don't know how many emails we got. About, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late for the show. Did you right. talk about the performance yesterday that Nick did? And let me just tell you this. I should have never brought it up. No, no, no. It's fine. That's fine. You That's can, fine. Let, did you read the Omaha World Herald today? No. Next question. Okay. <laughs> you can tell. I'm making paper noises so you can tell I'm opening up the paper. I, I, I would have I called your bluff, my friend, <laughs> but I hear the noises. Page 3C, the sports. I'm going to read this word for word. This is in a the Piv Notes section. Steve Pivovar. Ready? Here's the headline. Ba gets chance to mimic Altman. Are you ready for this? never told Piv. You ready for this? Yeah. Nick Ba answered his phone about an hour after Creighton's loss to Oregon on Wednesday night, got a strange request from his former coach. Altman wanted to know if Ba, who played two seasons for Altman at Creighton and now serves as the analyst on Blue Jays radio and television broadcast and hosts one of the greatest radio shows of all time, the Chicken Nation. Oh, wait, he didn't mention Liar. that. Liar. He didn't mention that. 
would come over to Oregon's practice on Thursday. The purpose, the coach wanted the former Lincoln Southeast star. Look at that. The former, nice, former baby. Lincoln Southeast star. That's 10 bucks ever spent. Too bad he uses the high school reference. Like, okay. I mean, come on. Yeah. Former Creighton Phenom. Let's do it. The former no. Lincoln Southeast star to do his Dana Altman impressions. Bah, quote, it was perfect. It went, no, I'm just kidding. Bah, uh, you you no. little jerk Bah, star. quote, evidently the Oregon guys have watched me on YouTube and wanted to see my impression for coach in person. End of quote. For the record, this is Piv writing, for the record, Bah does a killer Altman. Bah has entertained <laughs> teammates and boosters with his, boosters, with his impressions for years and has been known to slip into Altman character while doing his morning radio call-in show. <laughs> Just say the chicken Nick show, Piv. Come on, Pivy. All right, we love you, Piv. All right, oh, here we I go. Know, Nick. While Ba tried to honor Altman's request, he wasn't able to make it to the Ducks practice Thursday. But at least one Oregon player got a taste of Ba's work Wednesday night. As the team started warm-ups, guard Garrett Sim approached Ba as he was getting things set up courtside for the radio broadcast. Quote, he came up to me and asked, can I get a little Altman? Ba said, laughing. I love the, I love the description. Ba said, comma, laughing. You know what? Don't be redundant. Ba right. said, all right? Yep. Quote, I told him, fellas, you have to bend your freaking knees and go out and swing away. He liked it. There it is. That is a tremendous write-up from Steve Pivovar. It's a slow day in Creighton basketball, but man, that was great. Yeah, you had a, a you got a huge write-up about your Altman impression. That's great. And your morning talk show that you have, apparently. Yeah. You and your uh, you and your Dana Altman impression uh, has taken you a long way. You got you got a write up yeah. from uh, Piv. May he rest in peace. One of the yeah. great writers in Omaha. Uh, Piv's the best man. He's he is the man. It's too bad that that never what was potentially going to have happen never didn't get to happen. I mean the look because how it was going to be set up was it wasn't like the the Oregon team knew I was coming. Coach Altman wanted it to be a surprise. They thought it was going to be a team meeting, and instead of Coach Altman walking in, it was going to be me as Coach Altman. Either I was going to get, you know, laughed off the boot off the stage, or it was going to be the greatest thing of all time. But in it's one of life's greatest what-ifs. What if Nick Barr could have done Dana Altman for the 2010 Oregon Ducks? We'll never know. We'll simply never know. Coming up next on What If. <laughs> what If. The Chicken Nick Show wouldn't have been canceled. We'll never know. You and your impersonations. Uh, I could go I could go on with these. These are, I've got one here that is, you, you want to hear you, uh, <laughs> you want to hear go with Mitch Light for a while? This is yeah! uh, June 14, 2011. This is a Tuesday, the day after, the morning after one of our bowling league appearances okay so that's the context here we're all a little loopy someone got got hurt and we almost someone got their feelings hurt and physically hurt <laughs> details coming up later that's a great you're listening to the mark jackson show on 1620 the zone that's great i would listen to the mark jackson uh, show no you would i'm day. glad it's not on during our show because you would listen to it <laughs> um how to go out and get a dirt bag all right it's unnecessary Barrett Root, scheduled to join us today. Is he good to go? I don't know. Okay. All right. If he, if, he, if he can go, great. I think he's coming back this weekend. You think? Does the buck stop here? Yeah. <laughs> Is Barrett Root coming back to the college World Series? I'll check. Okay. He, he's good to go. I mean, let's keep it real. He didn't do anything. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I'm looking for a little beautification. Yeah, he's right. doing a lot of things like that. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Are and, people uh, starting to get a little bit optimistic with this NFL situation? Uh, yes. I heard John Clayton yesterday saying, I like Rex Burkett a lot. He did, John, just... he did not say, I like Rex Burkett a lot. He did not say that. That was Mitch Light. Mitch Light of Athlon Sports. I like Rex Burkett a lot. You, you, over the weekend, you texted me, uh, I believe on Saturday, I'm getting an oil change. This is ridiculous. You sent me this. Here we go. This is on Saturday at 1 p.m. from Nick Baugh. Hey, can't stop saying Mitch Lights. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. I'm, I'm laughing hard. We got to bring that back. I like yeah. Rex Burkhead a lot. All right. Mitch Light, Ethelon Sports. Here you and go. You, I like Rex Burkhead a lot. Oh, <laughs> and you said it sounds like he's wearing two pocket protectors when he's saying that. I said I like that, Rex Burkhead a lot. That sounds like Urkel. On steroids. Like, that is how nerdy he sounds. Well, I like Rex Burkhead a lot. I no, like Rex Burkhead a lot. He, Eric says, great league. Can you, can, you, can, you, can you do it again for me? That's from Eric. And yes, we will be doing it again for is that, you. Is this a fact? It's pretty close to happening. A deal's in place? For a fall league. And we'll let we you know re-sign? all about it. We the franchise players? I don't know about that. We had some questionnaires, too, that were filled out, and we will have some of those. I forgot them at home, but I remember what they said. I read them last night. Did one of them say, I like Rex Burkhead a lot? No. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. No, it didn't. <laughs> it was about the bowling league. It wasn't about. Who do you like? <laughs> what did you What did you like most about the bowling league? I like Rex Burkhead a lot. All right, yeah. Assign Nick Bob. First of all, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. <laughs> Eric, I, I spin the ball a lot, and I like Rex Burkhead a lot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. <laughs> Your Mitch Light impression is good. No one would get it. You cannot. That's one of those things you can't take public, although you're doing it on the air. This is the thing about Tuesday mornings, and this is why Tuesday morning show, this is the last good show we'll ever have, because you are delirious uh-huh. right now. I'm like an Eddie Murphy stand-up act. Okay, you don't need to reference that yeah, at right? all. You're all over the studio. It was all over the park. And yeah, right? we are just trying to maintain at this point. You, oh. are, you are delirious. I get in here a little bit later Tuesday mornings because, let's be honest, Colin, I, like, Colin, I, like, I like to sleep a lot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. And... and <laughs> And Cohen was I like sleeping a lot. I like sleeping a lot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. Uh, Eric says, Nick, when it was mono, he says mono e mono. Oh, yeah. Mono e mono. Mononucleosis. Mononucleosis versus mononucleosis. You guys kiss? What happened last night? Hey. Mono e mono. Eric Ethan la- Ruggie. On the lanes last night, I tossed that gutter. My pride is, is a little sore. My, my farm. Was a little sore. My farm. My farm. A lot of my, my forearm <laughs> was a little sore. A lot of work for you guys to be on a, on a, on a mic and entertaining everybody, but well worth it. Now that there's no bowling Monday nights, can we expect better shows on Tuesday? John says, "Sue the Chicken Nick show to gain what? Two pieces of bubble gum and an old shoestring? Sponsors can't be paying that much for this completely average show." Regards, John. John, you would you be get Hardee's. You get you get the charbroiled turkey burger. <laughs> That's what you get. Mike says they settled it out of court for a shake and a turkey burger. <laughs> Chicken Nick have released a statement that says, I like Rex Burkhead a lot. Okay, that's not... I like Rex Burkhead a lot. All right, Mike in Omaha says, does Ba ever text you Amir Abdullah in all caps with about 12 exclamation points after it? I don't... I don't know. <laughs> all right. Let's go to break, shall we? Um, man, a lot of good stuff here. Dang, dog. A lot of good stuff. Who will dang?
Okay. Is that just that the was, first segment of a show? That was five minutes. Five minutes on the old Chick and Nick show. There was zero sports. There was a bunch of Mitch Light from Athlon Sports. The only sports was Athlon Sports. <laughs> That's it. There was not anything special about that segment. It just we were all tired from the bowling league. And oh my God, was that so stupid? Oh man, uh, I got, I got a couple. I, I'm having too much fun with this, and we want to. You know, we're only doing this once a week, so we're gonna fill some time here. Yeah, I know we're up. like the 45, 45 minute mark. Yeah. I want to get to. There were a couple of things in there that I want to get to, yeah. uh, and then we maybe talk one current event and get out of here. But your impressions, <laughs> like I'm telling you, the reason that I didn't laugh in those segments and I could just play off of you is because I was so used to it. It's like, this is the first time that I am actually playing the role of a listener and now understanding why it was funny. Like, while we're in the midst of it, I'm like, this is so absurd. Why are you doing what you're doing? I'm the straight man. You're the funny man. And you're trying to, you're just off the wall, even more so on a Tuesday morning. I'm trying to keep it on the, on the rails. And... <laughs> Never once does it register to me this is funny. Like someone might be laughing at this. Only now as I listen to this with your continued Mitch Light impersonation do I fully now appreciate and understand the show. Oh, God. What I like about it is there had to been a handful of people that didn't laugh the first time. But what, like, one thing we would do is we would hammer something home and see how many different ways you could stretch it. You know, like, stretch the drop to where it's like, that doesn't even work, but it's funny because it's such a horrible attempt at trying to make it work. So you may not have laughed the first two times, but the 10th and 11th time in one segment, we probably got you giggling. Ridiculous. Here, this one is, this is uh, from a May 13th podcast. It just says, Nick does impressions. Oh, Here we go. This is May 13th. We just had an impressionist on the show, uh, Pablo Francisco, who... <laughs> Really went off the rails, made me feel very uncomfortable. Yes, he did. He was kind of, <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, log on, log, was, yeah, he needed to log on to a certain website called HowDareYou.com. HowDareYou.com, HowDareYou.com. You need to log on to HowDareYou.com. Okay, so let's go to this. And um, listen, this is just a couple of minutes. This is after the comedian left the studio, but there was still a comedian in the studio. <laughs> Why didn't we think of this beforehand? You should have done your Cosby frame, and then he could have done Michael J. Fox on Family Ties having a conversation with Bill Cosby <laughs> on The Cosby Show. You know, Pablo, did you ever see the episode of my show where Rudy and Denise and Theo ate the jello? And I put him in the room and I said, you were in awe. <laughs> that is, like, hilarious. See, but you, you feel like... It's like, it'd be like you going to Kareem, hey, watch me dribble. Hey, check out this shot. You know, it's just, it's dumb. You know, it'd be like if you ever had the opportunity to interview Jimi Hendrix back in the day, and then you'd be like, hey, hold on. By the way, I brought my guitar. Check this out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, bro. Nice try. You know what I mean, though? It's just, it's just you can't do it. You really, it's really, a, really I think can. it's a slap in the face to do my Bill Cosby to him. I mean, he'd just say, look. Say, hey, check out this Bill Callahan. Who? Check out my Dana Altman. He'd be like, What? I got on the sports, Pablo. There's no doubt, Pablo. There's no doubt. Gonna have a lot of impressions. Boosters and boards. I mean, he just did I really would have liked you to do your Paul Rhodes. Nah. Got people laughing everywhere. Got people drunk everywhere. <laughs> Couldn't be proud. I am so proud. 
No, 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 listen to me. I am so proud to be your coach. People tired everywhere. You got people sore everywhere. I couldn't be proud. I could not be proud. <laughs> no. I am so proud. <laughs> You know, that's pretty spot on what you just did. I mean, come on. Not bad. Again. It's like now Jimi Hendrix left the room and now we're going to break out a guitar and try and play. And be like, dude, that's not bad. <laughs> no, it's bad. <laughs> so you had your Paul Rhodes, you had all that. We got our like, Paul Rhodes game right frequently. We did, and there'll be more clips of Paul Rhodes, I'm sure, down the down the road as we impersonated down him. Paul Rhodes, um, get it right. I'm telling you, that was. <laughs> you think about like you're going into. I'm just, I'm just so glad that you decided to just. You know what? I'm just going for this. I'm. I can't change who I am. Turn the mic on and go. I can't believe. I am who I am. Uh, I mean, listen. You guys are either going to think I'm the dumbest person in the world or you might get a giggle or two out of it. But if I'm going down, I'm going down with my stupid impressions and stupid laugh. That's pretty much what happened internal. That was the internal monologue. I want to give some love before I get to your final, one of your final impersonations. I want to give some love here to another guy who did impersonations on the show. Our yeah. good friend, Double G for three, Grant Gibbs, <laughs> who at one point we had him on as a guest on the phone and he unveiled an incredible impersonation. Let's listen. I got a little something. I've told Nick this before. I don't have the talent to just do on-the-spot impressions like him. I got a little bit of a sore throat today, but I guess I can. If you, if, if that's what you guys are requesting out of me, um, I guess I can give you one quick. <laughs> Go for uh, it. Hold on. Uh, you know, guys, we just we got to work a lot harder out there. And uh, the guys just aren't buying into what we're doing. It's been a really tough stretch for us here. And, uh, you know, I think we just in one of those situations where uh, – those guys got to work a little harder. We got we to try to be better. That's what we're going to continue to do. <laughs> oh, that's not killing. You've never done that for me. No, wait, wait, you're done doing no, it. No, wait a Holy second. God, I thought that's Bruce. Is Bruce with you? Are you with Bruce? <laughs> now, wait a second here. You, that's been in the arsenal, and you don't... It, do guys know about this? Oh, I mean, what is happening? Dog, you need to get make money on that somehow. Uh, I don't know. I think Dougie knew about it. Uh, it's, uh, you know, uh, come on, it's not that great. Come on, oh, oh, no. oh, oh, it's good. My you man <laughs> gives. That was really good. Let's be honest, Schick. That's an incredible Bruce Weber. Gibbs does an incredible Bruce Weber impression, and we got that for the. That was the first time that he ever did that on the show, and uh, I like his Bruce Weber impression a lot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. I like Rank Gibbs a lot. I like Rex Burkhead a lot. <laughs> All right, last one here. Again, we're having fun because there's no sports. Okay, yeah. we're we're loading it up, playing some old clips, and having fun. Because there really isn't anything else to talk about, and this is just fun for us, and we we enjoy this. And we, I'm having we've a got great some time. enough. We we've got enough feedback where it's like, you know what? If there's stuff to talk about, we'll talk about. It. If not, play the clips. Okay, exactly. Play the hits. Do you remember the show Lost? Yeah. Okay. We love May twenty fourth. Oh, we did May twenty fourth, two thousand eleven. 
You could do more than one impression from the characters. Here we go. Okay, moving on from that last segment, we apologize for that. That's kind of, that should be our, that's how we come back from every intro to every segment. Our apologies for the last segment. Except for the first segment, we have to apologize for yesterday's entire show. We'll do that every day. Sorry about that. Good morning, and we apologize for yesterday's show. It's the Chicken Nick Show at 16. Now, at the first segment, we apologize for Zach and Jack. What kind of pants are those? Meanie pants? Good looking pants to get there. I'm Zach. I'm Jack. Zach who? I don't know why that's so funny. It was funniest when Cohen's kind of being a... A magoosh? Well, <laughs> Can you be a magoosh at like seven months? No, when he's being fussy. God, Kelly Cohen's being a big magoosh. <laughs> when, when he's being kind of fussy, we say, yeah, he's got, I think he's got his crabby pants on. See, so, I, so, I, yeah, I liked your meanie pants reference. Listen, as I can't say I'm really a grown man. I'm a grown man. I'm trying to bring back meanie pants. So the way you got to do it. And well, someone's being a jerk, you just got to call you saying they got meanie pants. Well, let's uh, you go to the panel of approval yeah. on that. <laughs> nah, we don't have the panel of approval. You anymore. know, I got to tell you, of things you created, the panel of approval is one of my favorite <laughs> things in the world. All right, let's go to the panel of approval. Do you like it, Dan Hawkins? You betcha. Uh, Nick? <laughs> Me like you, Matt. Uh, Maney? Yes, yes. All right, three people like it. And if they don't like it, Adrian? None at all. Matt as Adrian? No. Maybe? No. All right. Let's go to um, let's go to our uh, berries. It's time for our weekly or daily berries. Why is Jacob whistling? Jacob's whistling like on the air, but he has you know, his, but he has his headphones on, so he can't tell he's whistling. He he, he Gladstone the Gladstone clip, so he can get his whistle. Gosh, I tell you, I tell you, Jacob. I gotta tell you, man, this really tugging at my berries. Here we go. Here we go. Time for the berries. Brought to you by Harry's. Your heavy vacations. Creighton Missouri Valley Conference Tournament begins today. They're going to go with Doug McDermott on the mound. Nope, they take on Bradley tonight. In fact, they're going with Jonas Dufik tonight. Ed Service, your Missouri Valley Conference Coach of the Year. I mean, is he kind of? I mean, he's a hot commodity. He's going to be on the show today. He is. We're going to ask him about everything. How has your life changed since you've won the Valley title? <laughs> how's your How's your life changed since you won the conference? Coach of the Year Award. Does Bruce Rasmussen treat you differently? Well, that's a good question, Nick. All right. You're right. I wish I could. I wish I had another berry to go to, but the only berry I get is an NBA berry. (laughs) The Thunder had a big meltdown at the end of the game at the hands of Dirk Nowitzki. I think they went to a timeout. You know, they do that wired thing, and they, they, you can listen in on the timeout. They're like, let's listen into, uh, let's, let's, welcome back to Oklahoma City. Let's, Listening to the last Rick Carlisle huddle. And it, oddly enough, it was Jack Shepard. He said, guys, we have to come back. We have to go back. We have to come back. <laughs> and Benjamin Linus said, Dirk, you realize that if you lose this game, you're tied 2-2, two, two, don't you? I think it's about time you guys pick and pop and Dirk, you hit that little one-legged runner that you do so well. And Jason Kidd, just be old and crafty as you usually are. The young Westbrook is confused. Saeed, do you have anything you'd like to add? Oh, here it comes. At the end of games, Russell Westbrook, he cannot be trusted. <laughs> okay, so you do the in honor of a year ago, a year ago last See, night that makes was wanna... the lost series finale. 
So you're doing a whole lost thing with <laughs> last night's Western Conference Finals, and your Benjamin and Linus Locke was in the other. <laughs> your Benjamin Linus continues to sound like Hannibal Lecter. It's yeah. not even close. All right, continue. My <laughs> goodness. Locke was in the other huddle. You're the only. We're not the only people that's had a 15 point lead before, and we all know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so long story short, uh, Dallas came back from 15 down with five minutes left. How about, how about long story shortest as possible, Okay, please? Dallas won. They won in overtime. Thank They're you. up 3 1 in the series. Thank Dirk you. went off for 40. <laughs> Durant had 29. Sorry about that. Oh, man. I just can't believe you do what you do. I just can't believe you do what you do. Scott Brooks, you have a call from Saeed on line one. <laughs> Coach Brooks. I think Russell Westbrook, at the end of games, he cannot be trusted. <laughs> Nate emailed in yesterday and says, Can you believe it's been an entire year since the lost ended? When I leave work today, I have to go back to my apartment and we'll watch the finale again oh. in remembrance of such a great show. Man, I got my my seasonal allergies. Seasonal allergies for that last one. We have to go back! I know. Gosh, I miss that show. I know. Oceanic 6, player. Hey, Matt. All right. What's wrong with me? Can I just make an observation that I just want to <laughs> acknowledge? What is wrong with me that I laugh so hard at my own jokes? Like, what is wrong with me? No one laughed harder. No one's a bigger fan of me than me. And that's so lame, it's ridiculous. You are the canned laughter at a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. This is like if the canned laughter for Seinfeld was Jerry George and Elaine laughing. You know, that's what that is. Yes. Sometimes people need to have a kick in the pants to laugh. Like, you know what? That was just funny what we just did. (laughs) And you did that all the time. Like you went, you had Benjamin Linus, you had Saeed, you had Locke, you had Shepard. The only one you didn't have was Charlie, which you always did. For some reason, you didn't do that. I know. I can't, but that would have been the most obvious one to go to. But what an obscure thing. I just can't believe that was that was how we recapped a playoff game. That was how we recapped a playoff game. Ridiculous. I don't know what's wrong with me. Oh, Matthew, Lord. That was just That was great. That was that was great. Is there anything you want to talk about? Like yeah. that was just like that was that was an hour of impressions and I had a great kick out of it. I, loved I thought it. it was pretty funny. I don't know what other people thought of it, but this podcast should essentially look. I think we know what we're going to title it after the drop that we played a lot uh, here. But this sh- should be Nick. And your impression is. And your question is. Touchdown. Voicemail for Greg Sharp. It's a touchdown. <laughs> um, we appreciate you guys listening again. Uh, will college football be back? We don't know. That's the commentary we're offering there you here. Go. Noah Vedral transfers to Rutgers. Yeah. You, would you like? Would you like five seconds on Noah Vedral transferring to Rutgers? Good for him. Wish him luck. Next question. Not answering any more quarterback questions. So I'm not answering any quarterback questions. <laughs> you, you knew can, something uh, was up. Can I, email- can I call a quick twenty? You knew something was go, up go. in the middle of spring ball. When there was debate whether or not there was an open quarterback competition. And I mean, Noah Vedral started a game last year. You knew something was up when Noah Vedral got sent to Chicago or no, to Indianapolis to play in the Big Ten basketball tournament with Nebraska. You're like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Noah Vedral's not going to win the job if Frost is like, 
you want to go play basketball for a few days in the middle of spring ball? Sure. Go right ahead, Doc. Catch a flight to Rutgers, too, at dairy.com. More information there, brother from another mother. <laughs> how dare you.com? How dare you.com? You need to log on to how dare you.com. Well, coach, what if I get hurt? Ah, you'll be fine. Yeah, no big deal. It's not like you're going to start. I mean, go be careful and have some fun. <laughs> Second that happened, you were like, uh, what's the depth chart? Noah Vedral, not co number ones. All right. What, where am I in the depth chart? I don't know. Where does uh, where does Fred Hoiberg have you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Cam Mack, Deshaun Burke slides over play the point. You're probably third string point guard. No, I'm talking about quarterback. Oh, whoops. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> gave you too much time to ponder your transfer. Oh. My bad. September 4th. I think I gave you too so much I'm time. So I'm not answering any quarterback questions. But, yeah, so there you go. That's Vedral um, Talk. Hashtag Vedral Talk. That was great. I'm glad we got in some uh, local sports talk there for uh, the folks there in Nebraska. Yep. Uh, you can email us, laugh at chickennick.com. Follow us on Twitter at Show. We're more than 700 followers just a month in, so thanks yeah. a lot for all of your uh, assistance on that. Like us, share the pod, leave a podcast review for us. That would be greatly appreciated. Give us five stars if you can. And, again, when you do that, you do have to make sure that you click on the appropriate star rating. Yeah, it's uh, This guy, Pit, Pit Bucks was his name. His title in his review was, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. His text says in the review on Apple Podcasts, accidentally hit one star. <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry about that. He goes, one star? Five stars. October 4th. September, September 4th. He says, I like show, parentheses, and turtles. I like turtles. Thank you very much. Oh, so, yeah, This guy knows what he's doing. Please uh, rate it appropriately. Uh, make sure you know what the heck you're doing on there. And... Uh, <laughs> Again, reach out to us. Let us know what you what you like to hear, and we'll completely disregard it and play old. Yeah, clips. we'll do what we got to do, Doc. We might adhere to some of your requests. If not, we're just gonna yap for an hour and laugh. It's gonna be great. And in the meantime, there is a website you can log on to. Howdareyou.com. Howdareyou.com. You need to log on to howdareyou.com. Chick and Nick. Chick and Nick. The Chick and Nick Show.